You're listening to Never Face Data Loss Again by Cloud Ally, an open text company, providing secure backup and recovery from Microsoft 365, Salesforce, and more. Get helpful business tips from tech wizards and security experts on how to keep your company's data secure and resilient. Today on Thought Leader Talks, I speak with Dana Bachman, the VP of Product Management at Zixcorp. Dana is a CISFP with a keen interest on leveling up data protection using AI and ML. Hello, Dana. Great to have you on. Yes, yes. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So, uh, Dana, um, um, if we are playing buzzword bingo, the jackpot would have to go to AI and ML. Uh, can you de-jargonize it with a use case of how it can improve SaaS data protection for an organization? Yes, and, and you're absolutely right. Um, AI and, and ML, machine learning, um, are definitely the buzzwords we hear a lot today. Right. Um, and, and quite honestly, people are kind of using them interchangeably, but, but there is a difference. Uh, machine learning is much more of what we see, where you can teach a machine to identify and look for things um, and data. <clears throat> and the other thing, too, is I kind of address the question, uh, data protection is obviously a very broad area. Right. Um, and so it can cover everything from encryption at rest or in transit to backup and recovery to all kinds of things that have to do with um, protecting against things like ransomware. But what we really see more than anything in all of those spaces is machine learning. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> some examples, Examples I can give you that, you know, kind of help explain how machine learning helps with data protection. The, the first thing is we're seeing more and more solutions that can learn to understand what a user's normal behavior is. And by doing that, we can then identify if something is abnormal or out of the ordinary. Um, so let me give you an example on encryption. If we look at when users are sending emails, um, one of the things that does happen is sensitive data sometimes gets sent to the wrong person. Right. Well, if you could identify and understand a user's behavior and where they typically communicate or who they typically communicate with, then you can identify when something is, is abnormal. They're sending an email to somebody they've never sent to. Um, and then you can you know, help prevent that type of thing. And anomaly um, detection. Yes, anomaly detection. And that's exactly uh, one of the areas that we see a lot with data protection is, is okay. identifying those anomalies. Okay. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest ones um, that I would identify. The other thing is um, with backups and being able to have the system understand what is typical for changes in the, you know, the data you're backing up and then identify and notify somebody if, again, if there's an anomaly in that, in that data. So those are probably the most common. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, um, so recently, we at um, at um, you know at Cloud Ally also tried to introduce uh, uh, anomalous detection in Salesforce in one of our products, where uh, uh, you know where if there is a, 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 it can raise a red flag if there's suspicious deletion of data, 
um, you know, bulk yes. data happening. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting use case. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, moving to, um, um, you know, cloud adoption and migration, uh, what pointers would you give companies migrating to the cloud? What would you say are the must-haves for a successful and secure cloud adoption? Yeah, so a couple things I would focus on there um, is first, if you don't have a lot of expertise in you know, moving things to the cloud, you may wanna consider partnering, um, you know, finding a vendor that can help you do that. Um, and especially we work a lot with smaller businesses that don't have a large IT organization. And so, you know, it can be really kind of a, a scary trying to do something like moving your data to the cloud. But you can partner with uh, managed service providers that are very familiar with how to do that type of thing. Right. Um, and then the one other thing I was going to point out is, you know, obviously, if you're going to move your data and your systems to the cloud, you know, make sure you have a good backup before you start that process. Um, and so if anything should go wrong, you have the ability to recover and, and, you know, get back to at least where you were. Right. That's true. A safety net for your data. Yes, exactly. Uh -huh. And um, um, so what advice would you give like an MSP that who's seeking to add data encryption and protection to their suite of solutions to complete it, you know, um, uh, yeah. to make it a more holistic uh, offering, cloud offering? What are the pitfalls in particular that they should avoid? Yeah, and um, I, I'm going to focus on um, encryption and transit. That's you know, okay. the area I have most experience in specifically. But one of the things that is incredibly important is you're looking at different um, encryption offerings is to understand what impact is that going to have on, uh, for an MSP, it'd be your customer, right? right. Um, but different solutions um, will impact users in, in different ways. And so, for example, email encryption is, is a great example it can have a very big impact on the end users. Um, and not just even for an MSP, your customer, but your customers, you know, customers and who right. they're sending an encrypted email to. And so ease of use is gonna be one of the most important things to look at is what is that impact? And is the solution you're now going to be offering gonna make it hard for the users or is it gonna make it easy for the users? Um, and looking at that trade-off. Okay, that's true. You don't want to be fumbling through a complex app when when you're you know when you've lost your data. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And uh, a recent uh, uh, survey by IDG reported that. 35% of the market mistakenly assume that their SaaS vendor is responsible for data protection. Uh, yeah. What are the practical implications of shared, the shared responsibility model? It's kind of a shift when you move from on-premise to the cloud. And yeah, yeah. 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 That IDC report was something I think a lot of us in the industry have known, right. um, but I think it was really pointing out something that people need to stop and think about when you move to the cloud, you can't assume that that SaaS vendor is gonna take care of everything for you. Right. You need to 
understand what they do as part of their service and what's still your responsibility. And so, um, you know, things like security, what security are they going to provide as part of the, you know, the service Okay. and what are you still expected to do? Um, again, in, in fact, probably one of the most common areas where we see an issue here is people assume when you move to a, a cloud service that, um, that service provider is going to protect your data. They're going to do backups of your data. And so if anything happens, they'll just restore your data. Right. That's not always true. Um, and so you need to make sure you understand exactly what the vendor is taking responsible for, responsibility for and what you need to take responsibility for. That's true. And, you know, this October, we celebrate National Cybersecurity Month, and it's a mixed celebration given the continued ransomware storm targeting all industries, healthcare, education, financial, government, and now even a major candy maker ahead of Halloween. So what what tricks would you advise us to combat the gaul of ransomware? Yeah, unfortunately, ransomware has become just, you know, almost commonplace and um, And it's a huge issue. My first advice would be to focus on the primary attack factor um, that is used in ransomware and in a lot of different types of attack. Um, And that's gonna be email. And the reason email is a primary attack vector is ultimately if you can get your ransomware, your attack past whatever defenses are in place and in a user's inbox, Users are our weakest link. Um, they can be tricked. Um, you know, they, there's all kinds of ways to kind of get them to react and do something they shouldn't. Um, and that's why this, this month of, you know, uh, security awareness training it is so important um, because the users are kind of your last defense. And so you need to have your email as secure as possible but you also need to make sure those users are aware that, you know, they need to be on the lookout for, you know, tricks and uh, things that attackers do. Right. Um, train them about the red flags uh, as far as yeah. email hygiene yeah. is concerned. That's yeah. true. Uh, and, uh, um, you know, talking about email encryption and compliance, it's a very crowded market. Uh, what would you say differentiates uh, Zig Secure Cloud? Yeah, the primary thing that we focus on, you're right, there is a lot of vendors in this space. But what makes us different is we focus on ease of use, trying to make security and compliance easy. Um, Easy for everybody uh, that's involved in it. That could be from our MSP partners um, to our customers and to the end users. And okay. so, um, and that's, that's very critical because a lot of what we also see is the harder you make security and compliance, the more people don't fully em- embrace it. And they don't do everything that they should. Um, and so by making it easy, easy to you know, implement, configure, manage all of that, um, it just makes it better for everybody involved and in, in makes uh, people more likely to take advantage of all the security and, and uh, capability. 
That's true. That's important. Um, thank yeah. you, Dana. You've shared some great insights on data protection and how we need to ingrain uh, email uh, security backup into our very the the very fabric of our cybersecurity plans. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Dana. All right. You are listening to Never Face Data Loss Again by Cloud Allies.